welcome, welcome everybody to some more to some more Kobe and Adrian Unfiltered. We have a special guest here today with us, man. Well, our special uh, guest like to introduce himself. It's it's Shamai Cook, the one and only, the creator of Unfiltered, uh, the founder, the founder, uh, the CEO, your uh, boss. We have. We have the Godfather, Shemai. So yes, the Godfather. In, we Godfather. have the Godfather, Shemai, Cook back in the studio with us. Shemai, in the Mountain Dew. Oh, oh my God. Here uh, we go. This yeah. man. But, uh, you know, I'm Shemai, shocked he's not wearing a so, cowboy hat, but you know. Yeah, I'm surprised he's not either. But hey, man, Shemai, <laughs> welcome back, man. Welcome I'm back. Apologies treating you well over there. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. We got some good topics for you guys today. Um, Let's get into it. Well, first, let's start off with the legacy of Bill Russell. Bill Russell peacefully passed away at the age of 88, um, about, if I'm correct, what was it, about two weeks ago. And um, his jersey number, the number six, has been retired league-wide throughout the NBA, which means no new player can change your number to the number six. The people who are already wearing the number six, like Christoph Porzingis, LeBron James, um, Alex Russo will be godfathered in and allowed to continue to wear the number six for as long as they want. Um, guys, let's get into it. You know, Adrian, I'm going to start. Actually, no, Shema, I'm going to start off with you since, you know, it's your first show back. Welcome back. Um, give us your take on Bill Russell's legacy. How do you feel like his legacy shaped the way that the NBA is today and um, how it's ran and how we see lots and lots of um, Black athletes you know, really taking over the um, basketball scene. Well, Bill Russell is it's, uh, it's the greatest champion in the NBA to ever live. The brother played through segregation. You know, he played he played with you know with other other adversities. Not just being an athlete, but he he was a great. Not he was known not just for. Being an athlete, he was known for being a great activist. He worked with Muhammad Ali, Kareem, and other other athletes, other black athletes, to make black rights, civil rights happen for African American um, men and women, people in general. So, uh, I feel like he was a great more of a great he was i think people need to know him more as an activist than just a champion in the athlete because that's what people fail to realize what he did outside of the court we know what a, a great champion he is he is on the mount rushmore of basketball when we talk about champion when we talk about the greatest of all time when we take um for the nba he is the greatest top four player of all time that's hands down but what what he did outside of the court is unmatched. Adrian, you can go. That's my agree with you. He like honestly, I feel like we should remember him more as a person and what he did for this country and for you know African Americans and people just everywhere. He was a great player. He had what eleven championships, which is most than eleven. Anyone. Ten as a player. Ten as a player. One as a coach. If I'm correct. Mm-hmm. So he had a big impact on the league, showing what a what you are cap- what players are capable as if they work hard and dedicate. And honestly, he's going to be missed in the league because he's still 
he still went to games. He still, you know, connected and talked to, you know, new players. So I honestly think it was the right decision for the league to retire his number. Because, I mean, he had such a big impact and profound impact on the game. It's only right by the league to do something like that for him. Right, right. Um, Bill Russell, Shamai, let me just piggyback off what you said. You're right. You know, a lot of people don't know Bill Russell, the activist that he was off, off of the basketball court. You know, what he did for black people and black rights, you know, segregate. He was playing in a very tough time you know there was times where you know he would go on the road and he wasn't even allowed into hotels because of his skin color yeah and you know the fact that he was able to you know still be able to play the sport that he loved be a, be arguably the most winningest person to ever play the sport and you know do what he did not just for the sport but for people in general is just truly amazing and great and just, you know, speaks to his greatness as a human being. You know, he will truly be missed. You know, Bill Russell, like Adrian said, he was still active in the league. You know, they named the finals MVP after him. He was he was all every championship. He handed out the finals MVP himself. Um, he was still very active into the game with its players you know, even with bringing in new players, even with the commissioner, Adam Silver, you know, he was very active in the yeah. league. You know, I, I do think that the NBA does a good job of treating, like, you know, like having the former players and the legends mm-hmm. involved in the league. I think they do better right. at that than the NFL does. Right. You are correct. You right. are correct. And That's why I feel like the, you know, the NBA is a totally better organization. Right. Than and, the and, yeah. you know, we like I said, Bill Russell, he will truly be missed, you know, a great human being, a great human being, a great figure, a great, just one of the greats in general, to, you know, to ever step foot on a basketball court. And, um, yeah, man, seeing his number be retired league-wide is a huge accomplishment. And, uh, man, it's just going to it's gonna be very tough, you know, not being able to see him hand out the finals MVP trophy this year for to the yeah. champion, whoever the champion is this year. And if I'm not mistaken, he is the first NBA player to have his his number tied yeah. across all teams. He is. Yeah, he is. But uh, let's get into our next topic, man. We're going to start talking about the preseason debut of Malik Willis, you know, new Titans QB. Titans QB Malik Willis, he showed flashes in his first preseason game, you know, even though it didn't ultimately lead to a win, you know, he showed what he can do with scrambling the football, throwing the football, he was hitting his targets. Um, Adrian, I'm going to go off to you for here. Do you think Malik, Malik Willis will be the Titans starting quarterback this upcoming season, or will it still be Ryan Tannehill? I think it's still going to be Ryan Tannehill. I, I, I don't think Mike Vabel was very on board with him or Ryan Tannehill, like drafting Malik Willis, as we saw Ryan Tannehill's, you know, reaction to Malik Willis be Yeah, his drafted. first reaction saying he doesn't have to be a mentor to him, right? And Vable after the game saying how he, you know, he's complaining how Malik Willis didn't throw the football enough. And now that's why he took him out and put on Logan Woodside, who threw for two interceptions. Willis threw for none and had a rushing touchdown. Honestly, I, I don't, I think that they're going to sit him. For this season, he might get put in for a couple of drives, but I don't see him being the starter at all. Do you because, think? 
Do you think that when you say he'll get put in a couple times, do you think it would be like when they're like in blowout situations or like or they just and they just want to see what he can do? Or do you or is it more like they want to give him they actually do want to give him a chance to see if he can actually be, you know, that starting quarterback in the future? Honestly, I think they might go the route that they uh, Pittsburgh went with Mason Rudolph when Roethlisberger was still there. How they put him in for a couple drives, maybe at the end of the game that they've already won. Or, you know, like, you know, like little things. But I do think if I were the Tennessee Titans, I would put Malik Willis in more because I think that he uh, he has the potential of being a starting quarterback. And he also has the potential of being the face of that franchise and bringing that franchise to, you know, stardom. I mean, they did lose A.J. Brown, so that's obviously a loss. Losing, they lost AJ Brown and they lost, Julio they lost Jones. two of their top receivers. They lost basically their top receivers this offseason. But uh, me personally, I think they should start Malik Willis. I think he gives them a better dynamic than um, Ryan Tannehill does, especially with the way he can run the football. You know, this this Titans team's already a run heavy team. You know, you got King yeah, Henry in the back, you got King Henry in the backfield already. So having a dual threat quarterback. And Malik Willis, you know, we see we hear he show flashes. He can definitely get the ball down the field and he can make plays with his legs. You know, say teams catch on to, you know, Derrick Henry, even though a lot of teams, you know, they already catch on to Derrick Henry. You just can't stop him. But say there could be a few games where they do stop Derrick Henry. You have Malik Willis there. You can run Q, you could do QB design runs with Malik Willis that you probably couldn't do with Ryan Tannehill. Not yeah. saying Ryan Tannehill isn't mobile. But Malik Willis is more mobile than Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, and I will point. put in – I also will put in how the fact is – I think Vable was being – like, he was like, oh, he wasn't throwing the ball. I mean, your offensive line wasn't giving him enough time to throw the ball. Right. So of course he's going to scramble. You guys didn't put him in and position you're, to you're throw over, the ball. Right? Yeah, so I think that – I think bad criticism there. I understand the throwing the football. Like, Lamar, uh, Lamar Jackson gave Malik Willis great praise, which, I mean, Willis showed that he can throw, he can run. But I wonder if it's going to be the same question we have with Lamar Jackson. Is he going to be able to be a passing quarterback more than he is a running quarterback? Right. And I think the thing with even even to bring up the Lamar Jackson point, you know, I think with Lamar Jackson, you got to look at it as he doesn't really have anybody to throw the ball to besides Mark Andrews, if you really think about it. And I and I've kind of seen that same kind of setting for Malik Williams. Yeah, if they didn't Willis get rid of because, A.J. Brown. Yeah, with A.J. Brown – being traded in the offseason to Philly, Julio leaving for Tampa. You know, you get Robert Woods, but he's coming off an ACL injury. So it's going to take and, a while for him to get back on. Right. And yeah. other than that, like, you don't really – I don't really see any capable targets besides Derrick Henry out the backfield for him to throw to. Maybe we'll have to wait. We'll just probably have to see how things plan out. Shamai, you can go. Well, I I, I want to piggyback what Adrian said about the Ben Roethlisberger comparison. The reason why the, your your guy, you know, he always bring Christmas likes to the uh, you know, the Pittsburgh organization is because Ben Roethlisberger was old. He played passes past the time he was supposed to do. So don't use that comparison. Ryan Tannehill still has two to three years in him. Now we know the brothers. I mean, I, mean, I see where his uh, comparisons come from because. Ben Roethlisberger was still better than Mason Rudolph. Exa- I mean, yeah, that like, and that's I'm, I'm, not. No, and it's my, not the, like the point ben I'm Rottles- trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is having a a new quarterback in and just seeing how that plans out, but not putting all the pressure on him. 
But having your your regular starting quarterback play like most of the game, start most of the games, but putting in the new quarterback for some of the drives towards the end of the game, or if it's a blowout and you know you're not going to win, put him in and see how that goes. Right. Well, do you think the uh, – I just have a question. Do you think the Saints – I mean, you know how the Saints use uh, – what's the quarterback's name? Jameis. Jameis Winston. No, no, no. When they oh, had Taysom Hill. Drew Brees. Yeah, they, they might use him as like a Taysom Hill. Well, that, Taysom that, Hill is more of a – Taysom Hill was more of a tight end kind of receiver guy playing QB. Well, I, you know, yeah. You know, so it's not like – it's not like Malik Willis – He's not was as a receiver, yeah. or yeah, it wasn't like Malik Willis wasn't a receiver or a um or a running back. I mean, the man played quarterback throughout his whole collegiate career, so it's not like the man doesn't know how to play quarterback. You know what I mean? But well, I believe with this that they should eat. It was kind of first of all, let me address what the coach said. It was kind of disrespectful because the, he's you're still his coach. You're still supposed. To, you're not supposed to go out in public saying that. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a public. That that's a private. That's a, right. Yeah, that's that's definitely private. But when it comes to that's actually disrespectful to um, that's disrespectful when it comes to the locker room's perspective because because you you get how because I've been in the, the football locker room and, right. and, and if my coach would have said something, well, he has said something, but not publicly. Uh, if my coach had said something publicly about how he felt about his players, it was kind of t- kind of put the team apart. And that's how team loses. That's how people drift apart. That's how people want to leave. Now, right. when it comes to uh, the rookie, I, I really enjoyed how he's, he was, well, he, he was doing in the preseason game. I didn't oh, see yeah. the whole game, but I'll give him. If here's the thing, if what's his name is going to start this year? Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill is going to start this year. Okay, but if he doesn't do a good job, if they don't make it past like the second or third round in the playoffs. He's going to be the starter quarterback the following year, and they're going to trade him. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even think they're going to make the playoffs. I'm going to be honest with you. Even though even though their division is terrible, the Colts are the better team. The Colts are the way better. They have a better defense. You're right. And then, yeah. and not even, not even just that. the defense. Not even the defense. They have a better offense, too. You know, They also got one of the top running backs in the league in Jonathan Taylor. They upgraded their QB position from Carson Wentz. Jonathan Taylor was better than Derrick Henry. No, he's saying. a one of I'm the top. Derrick Henry is better than Derrick Henry, back. but I'm not saying he's better than Derrick Henry, but Jonathan Taylor does have a case for best running back in the league. After what we saw last year, there is a legit case for best running back in the league for Jonathan Taylor. They upgraded their QB position from um, Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan. Um, they're getting they're get, they still got pretty good receivers. That defense is elite. They added on to that defense. So let's so let's kind of pump our brakes on playoffs for the uh, Titans here. You know, this isn't the same Titans team from last year. You yeah, know, like, I mean, like they you said, they lost a lot of pieces, good pieces this year pieces. in the off season. So, but but honestly, like Samad, I do agree with you. I think the comments were disrespectful. You need to that is something that you bring in private, saying, "Hey, we need to work on your ability to throw the football, right. or maybe having trust in your players more, trust in your teammates." I, I feel like the Titans front office and you know certain certain players didn't want him in general. 
Well, I want to yeah. say the front office. I mean, like the coaching staff and yeah. Tannehill. Yeah, because I, I clearly think that the GMs and the owner saw that he will be. Yeah, a the GMs and the, the owner clearly, clearly wanted him, but it's like the coaching staff yeah. and some of the players aren't on the same page as yeah. the front office. And like, like you guys said, for Brable, for Brable to come out and say what he said about him, that's borderline disrespectful and something you don't say in the public we've already seen that in basketball look what happened with doc rivers and ben simmons yeah you know i mean even even to go i mean like uh i imagine how the panthers locker room is like after robbie anderson went out saying how he didn't want baker mayfield well robbie anderson came out and cleared that up saying he it wasn't that he didn't want baker mayfield he was just sticking up for sam darnold who was already his quarterback and that's what you do as a teammate it wasn't that he didn't want baker mayfield it was that he was already sticking up for his QB and he saw and Sam Darnold and him were, you know, they started to get that connection. You know what I mean? It wasn't it wasn't like he was saying he didn't want Baker because Baker's trash. He was just saying that because he didn't want to he didn't want to throw his QB under the bus. Yeah. This football season is going to be exciting, but let's get into Adrian's favorite team. Oh, my Lord. Woo! I don't, don't want to talk about them. I but, uh, for this one. No, no, let's go. I'm going to tell Adrian about the his only, The only rookie I'm excited about on the Steelers is George Pickens because I watched him at Georgia, and he is a beast. But let's get into this man and his QB situation because we know the Steelers have always had a certain problem when it comes to quarterbacks. But uh, let's get into it. Kenny Pickett, uh, he looked pretty good in his preseason debut. I cannot lie. Um, mm-hmm. Come on, keep he does look, He does look like he will be the future for this Pittsburgh Steelers team. Um, yep, keep going. He better, in my opinion, he better start over Mitchell Trebumski and Mason and uh, Mason Bummy Boy Rudolph. I don't know why he still even. I don't know why he still even has a job in the NFL. He needs to get up out of here. But uh, yeah, let's get into that, man. Um, Shamam, I'm gonna start off with you. Where do you see the Steelers ranking in the AFC North with new rookie quarterback Kenny Pickett? Dead last. <laughs> Dead last. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why must you hurt? All we agree. Thank you. And here's why: because you're forgetting, you're forgetting that the Bengals just came off a Super Bowl loss, even though they went to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl right? appearance. Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, what yeah, right? okay, let's give them, let's give them more respect. Super Bowl yes. appearance. Super Bowl appearance. Okay. They they that's that's dangerous weapon with Joe Burrow. And, and arguably they and arguably they have the best receiving core and, in, and better in the offensive league. line. You can make an argument. And O-line, they have, they have a better offensive line and yep. better in better secondary. That's mm-hmm. number one. Okay, then we're gonna get into the the um the, the Browns. Now Deshaun Watson is gonna have six games. Yes, but I still think they're gonna be better than the Steelers. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to give you that. I'm gonna have to give I'm gonna have yes. to give you the Browns over the Steelers. They still yes. have that elite defense. You know, adding Deshaun Watson was huge. They still got Nick Chubb, and then they also added Amari Cooper to that. Um, yeah, that, that's so, that's another one. Yes, so that, yeah, you got the Ravens. The, you're telling me that Lamar Jackson, even though he doesn't have his own, you know, he represents himself. He's trying to get a new contract. That's in the world. He needs a new contract. He needs a new contract. Yes, he needs to get a new contract. Yeah, we get that. We get that. He but does, he's coming he, back. He's coming back. Yes, that's point blank simple. The Steelers. Damn well, I'm sorry, Adrian. I love Mike Tallinn as a coach, 
And then and then they just got um Brian Flores in the coaching mm-hmm. staff. Too. Love the coaching staff. Yes, yeah. Uh, well, great really, if you but, want to be honest, you could say they have one of the best coaching staffs in that league. And they're gonna have one of the worst teams in this season. I'm sorry, Adrian. I expect more from you. Worstest, worst teams. Worst, excuse me. Yeah, I'm a college. Oh, you're in college. I'm a college student now. You're going to have one of the worst teams in the AFC because the Steelers are rebuilding. I'm sorry. They're definitely in their rebuilding phase. You know, Miss Schuster, who now stopped doing TikToks and now is looking great in Kansas City. No, he's he's not doing TikToks. Publicly, he's doing them behind the scenes with Jackson oh, Mahomes. Get it, get it, get it right. He's doing them behind the scenes okay. with Jackson Mahomes. Whatever, whatever. That, I don't give a damn because the brother still looks. He looks great. He looks. Exactly. He got bigger. He got stronger, and that's dangerous for the Chiefs. Okay, and the Steelers. They, they. You still got T.J. Watt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Defense player of the year. Just on a losing team. Okay. Yeah, we get that. You, that's the only decent player you guys have. Your offers of no, mine is. I'm sorry, we can't. Figure, I'm sorry, but they do have Minka Fitzpatrick back there. And then, are you forgetting Cameron Hayward's a guy? Cameron Hayward's still good, too. Are you still forgetting Cam? You know what? Cameron Hayward's pretty good. What they quarterback? They have, what a, quarterback? They have, but, well, what no, they have a pretty decent. They have a pretty decent defense. I give them that, but. The real question lies on the offensive side of the ball. You yes. know, we know the how quarterback we know how good we know how good Najee we know how good Najee Harris is, but is that O line gonna give Kenny Pickett enough time to throw the ball? Is he gonna is is he gonna be pressured? Is Najee Harris gonna have to carry the I mean, offense like Kobe, he did last from year? From what we you know? saw in the preseason game, the offensive line held up pretty Yes, right. that's not the starting I mean, but, pre- but Adrian, that's preseason. That's yeah. mainly that's mainly like second stringers and third stringers. Well, no, then start the line. second and third stringers. Right, but we're we're talking about like when they go over again. Like, you gotta look. You gotta look at. You gotta look at teams when they get their when they start the season. You know when they get their full line. How are they gonna How are they gonna handle Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney? How are they gonna handle Trey Hendrickson? Trey Hendrickson and his D-line up in um, Cincinnati. How are they going to handle the Ravens D-line? Even though the Ravens D-line is all right, but they still got a big boy in Clay's Campbell on that D-line. And then the rest of the NFL is going to have their starters. We got to see how they play against that. So not, I'm not sitting here saying, you know, the O-line doesn't look good because it definitely did in their preseason opener. It definitely did. But still, you got to remember, that's still second and third string guys playing, trying to get a roster spot. You know and what when I mean? It comes to the quarterback position. I'm one. I'm going to put Mitchell um, Trubisky because you're forgetting that he was a backup for Josh Allen. Josh Allen's a top four quarterback in the NFL. That's a great mentor to teach him. Oh, in that system, in that bill system, I'm going to take some pieces from here, and I'm going to I'm going to do well over here. So I think that you're not going to make the playoffs, but you're probably going to win an eight. It probably be an eight and eight uh, team. Even is you pretty know good. what? I'll take eight and eight. I mean, Dallas Cowboys fans, you know, they no. they they okay. settle for seven and nine. Pick a finger. Se- Pick nine a finger. Finger finger. Pick a finger. Okay. Pick a finger. We're still gonna win the division. That's all that matters. But go ahead. Well, yeah, you're in the worst division in the league. But that's anyway, not that's not true. That is not true. I, I beg to differ. You, you're named the NFC least for a reason. Anyway, they're my one, turn. No, they're one of my. the worst divisions in the league. I'm sorry. <laughs> I might have to get the worst division in the league to the AFC South. 
exactly. might have to get to okay. the NFC South okay. because of because of Houston and Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. But uh, the NFC least ain't ain't that far behind. I mean, they yeah, did. Yeah. I mean, uh, hold on, hold on. Really I, can't, I can't really call them, you know, that bad anymore. They definitely each the Eagles are besides, looking great. Each team besides the Giants, besides the Giants. Well, what about the Washington Commanders? Commanders. Well, the Carson Wentz is going to be great. Hold on, the Cowboys ain't make no upgrades, but the Eagles upgraded this. Offense. That's what I'm saying. They They're gonna have a rookie of the year. I mean, off defensive rookie of the year. Um, from that guy from Georgia, he's gonna be the. Remember, I said it earlier in in our um earlier in the show, um, last season that when he got drafted, he's gonna be rookie of the year. I'm calling it now. He's saying it again. That brother from Georgia is gonna be rookie of the year. And the Eagles are probably going to have probably a top 10 defense in the league. All right. Definitely anyway. will. Your offense is definitely going to improve, too, now that yes. you got So, my, I do think you have a point. I do think the Steelers will be the least. It, the, they will be the last in the division. But I will say that I – Kenny Pickett's future, pick future with the Steelers does look promising. Oh, wait, he does look promising. I'm not saying no, this season. No, no, season, no, I know. Maybe I know two seasons round, no, yes. In the future, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be a problem, especially with Kenny Pickett and that wide receiver core. Najee Harris, so I can see him becoming one of the best running backs in the league. You mm-hmm. can already put him in that discussion, but just based off of last season. But I mm-hmm. do. I am excited to see how the Pittsburgh Steelers do it. I do think that they should start Kenny Pickett. I mean, Mitch Tabinski didn't play that all, all that great in preseason, and Mason Rudolph likes to give Pittsburgh fans, you know, that false hope that maybe he's a good quarterback. Because he's, he's not good at all. There's no exactly. False hope. He's Christmas. He's, he's, his last name is a Christmas uh, reindeer. So. But you know, I, I I was I was happy with what I saw from Kenny Pickett and the Pittsburgh Steelers. With the win over the Seattle Seahawks, I I just thought that it was a future's looking promising. This season's not going to be our season. Already calling it, but I'm happy with what we saw. At least you um, yourself. Um, yeah, the Steelers are going to be the worst the, the worst team in that division. But um, I do agree with Adrian. The future does look bright for Kenny Pickett. I feel like he landed in the perfect situation. He was already at University of Pittsburgh. Dude had to move like 20 minutes. Dude had to move like 20 minutes. Right. And it's not like he had to go far. He already knows the area. He's already accustomed to He played in that stadium. Right. He's a nice new name, Adrian. Not high as anymore. You know what? I don't even want to bring that up. Just let let, let's Yeah, whatever. It's not the ketchup stadium anymore, but who cares? But um but uh yeah, I feel like he landed in the perfect situation. You know, he has Mike Tomlin and Brian Flores as his coaches. So I think the future is really bright for Kenny Pickett and the Steelers. This year might be like a test out year. I can definitely see them going right mm, like what nine and eight, nine and eight or eight and nine, one of the two, around that area. Hey, you never know. Injuries happen, they might surprise us. You never know. But um Hey, Who but, knows? Yeah, we I could go eleven and zero again. It could happen. I'm no, just... no, no. That was a fluke year. You had the easiest schedule in the league, and then y'all. And lost guess what? And guess what? You yeah. lost in the first round to the Browns. Not even hold on. Not even lost in the first round to the Browns. Their first loss of the season came to a team with no names. So oh, that's, that's right. Oh my God! I forgot the team with no name. You lost, and then you lost. Wait, 
Wait, wait, Shemaya, no, 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 mistaken. No. Didn't y'all ah, lose ah, to them ah, twice that season? No, no, no. Didn't y'all lose to them twice that season? No, 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 but guess what? But guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? I was a Raven, but oh, we're undefeated. We're undefeated. Yeah, because you know the Cowboys will never go undefeated. Yeah, the Steelers won't either anytime soon. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to talk. You know, about that one star is a rating, dude. I don't want to talk about undefeated. I don't like talking about. Oh, because you're a Patriots fan. Lost yeah, I don't like all the way, and then you lost in the Super Bowl. But that's not. I don't that, like talking about undefeated. You know, oh, I don't either. Because guess what? Those that's Super Bowls, what? Hold on. Speaking of the Super Bowls, I actually re I actually rewatched those Super Bowls because of Man in the Arena, and there's a lot of factors to why the fuck we lost both of them damn Super Bowls. Um, I blame the 2011 Super Bowl on Wes Welker because we. We had the game in our bag and this man dropped a wide open pass so we could we could talk about that and then these boys just came into 2007 and they even played their best football which was disgusting but hey we that's a that's a time for another story but i don't, hey, I don't want to talk about undefeated yeah. season because i i Kobe, you yeah, know I, I don't like talking about i don't like talking about personally i went undefeated twice and lost the championship back to back you know, so guys, I, we got about five minutes left. But, uh, man, that was a great show, man. But we are now at the end of our show, man. It was a great show. Shamai, you Wait. know. Okay, that comment on the KD situation, I have that. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, of course. Okay, go ahead. Go right Give ahead. Because so, we know, so, we know, cause we know no, that's your guy. And we talked about him last That's my before. guy. And uh, I'm, I'm going to do three minutes just to put the camera on me. Okay. Camera's all on you, my friend. Camera's on you. Camera's are in. Shut the heck up. Okay? Shut the heck up. You put yourself in this situation. You said, I want to go with Kyrie. And then guess what? You agree with Kyrie when he didn't want to get the vaccination. So then that crumbled all the situation. Guess what? You laid the bed. Now you lie in it. Just shut the heck up with it. Because in the end, you, my guy, you know, I love you. I love Kevin Durant. That's my favorite player, okay? He's the best player in the world when healthy, okay? But he needs to lay in his bed like he like, like, that he made. Because there's no way in hell that you just signed a four-year contract and now you want out. It's it doesn't make sense. But listen, I'm still going to be repping Brooklyn no matter what. Okay? Now, because Ben Simmons is coming back, but I really don't believe that Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving, or you're forgetting that Seth Curry is still there, you guys still can compete for a championship. If you want to trade, go to the Eastern Conference Finals and prove that you are that guy. And then ask for a trade the next year. But don't go to Golden State. Don't go to Boston. Go to Miami. Or, or come back come back, home. come back home. No, no, no. Speaking of Ben Simmons, hold on. Speaking of Ben Simmons, you know, it came out that he was able to get his money back from the 76ers that he lost all of last season, his $20 million. But that would be another topic for another episode. Um, the episode's over, man. Guys, it was fun. Shamai. Thank man, you. Welcome. Shamai, it yes. was a pleasure You're having you back on the show, man. You're always welcome back. Always. You know, always. I, I, when I have time, I'm going to come. You know, I, I got to get to class in a couple, uh, in, a, uh, in an hour. I'm going to go get some lunch, fill my belly, and got to go to class. I, I yes, appreciate sir. you guys. You guys are doing, still doing such a great job. 
Man, we appreciate you, man. Thank we you, appreciate bro. you. And like, hey, hey, remember, injuries are caught. Oh, 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 our results are the end of the season. Bye-bye. It's over, Kai. The action never stops. Yeah, the action definitely never stops. We'll see you guys in another episode. Thank you for tuning in to Kobe and Agent Unfiltered. Again, our special guest is Mike Cook. Next week, we'll have another great episode for you guys, and we will see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.